Welcome to the Grappling We See exactly. Grappling Rewind Podcast. Welcome to this week on the Grappling Rewind Podcast. In this week's show, we got a fun one. We are going to preview the ADCC 2021 East Coast Trials. We are going to recap Fight to Win, uh, Elizabeth Clay versus Tamala Fajera. We are going to recap Cage Fury, uh, their second event, headlined by... Um, Kevin Dantzler and Marab Davishvili, and we are going to preview the IBJJF GP, I think it's middleweight GP this year. I As always so. in the show, I'm your host, Maine, my co-host. Miranda. Hey, new Miranda. Pretty good. How are you? Exhausted. Uh, it's been a big week. We have a new camera for the podcast that Yay. was uh, very, very expensive, so hopefully that footage looks good, um, and hopefully the camera like actually records. So. And it's Halloween. It so is Halloween. I am in my wonderful robes. Miranda's in Harry a uh, Gryffindor robe. robe. I'm wearing glasses because that's about as Halloweeny as I get. You have you have a skull shirt. I do have a skull shirt on, yes. Rob. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we have no news this week aside from ADCC trials is a coming, and I'm very excited. We have our hotels booked. I bought a thousand actually more like eleven hundred dollar camera uh, to go do it. So we're gonna. I'm super excited to go up for trials. That's gonna be most of the show. We're also gonna talk about. Um, ADCC rules and yep. ADCC trials rules because it's such a big event. Uh, ADCC, and it's a different set of rules that we're a, used to. It's a very different set of rules. The, even the way they they the point system works is a lot different than, uh, than much this. different. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yes. Uh, yes. if you don't different. know, Mo Jassim and the ADCC team released a rules seminar video uh, this week, and yeah. it's on YouTube. If you're curious about ADCC after listening to the podcast. You should listen to it. It's very insightful, and it, it gives you some more context. It also of, glosses over a lot. It does. It's a lot of information to and, comprehend. And Miranda and I are both uh, registered for the Rules Seminar happening this Friday in Atlantic City. Yep. Uh, paid a registration fee. We're going up early to attend that so that, again, I can make sure we can, we have can cover it. can have wonderful certificates and take pictures. Really? We get, we get a certificate. Oh, that's fucking awesome. That's People in the past have all, always gotten bucks. certificates and took pictures, which show that we can be an actual ADCC I wouldn't go that far. People have listened to me long enough on the show. They know I wouldn't go. Hey, actually, I do ref Mo for a good says, fight. Mo says that after this course, we are certified to ref. I wouldn't. Look, we probably are. <laughs> again, I also think if, be you, interesting. if you're going, you talked about this earlier today yeah. when we trained. Um, if you go to the ADCC referees rules course, like yeah. you probably are not doing that, especially because it's a $100 yeah. seminar fee. Yeah. You're probably not going on a whim. I'd probably be nervous as hell to be a ref. Yeah, I'd be nervous. I was never Especially like they put my ass with like freaking... The, the heavyweight hey, we're gonna throw you Nikki Rod Muhammad yeah. rematch you're up yeah. like plus 99 okay. there goes Miranda and I'm like up to their freaking waist what are you about hey. what, are you, what are you about 135 One, 140 yeah yeah, yeah. So, 140 uh, I need to get down to 25 but that's a whole nother that's a whole nother ball game to go into cutting weight or, or I'm gonna try to get down and I, I've been down in the past so, not the easiest for me. No. Uh, let's talk about, we have, so only we have one news section this week. Yep. We finally have the full lineup for the IBJJF middleweight GP. We have which four names. Four people. Four people, which is, <laughs> which in the IBJJF middleweight, the IBJJF heavyweight for 20K, and middleweight GP is always. To a, have four people for 20K. Yeah. It's always I a mean, weird event. Yeah. It's, it's always it's, done at Masters Worlds and it always has a giant break in the matches. And they, I think they have it at the convention this year cuz they, they have do. they have Masters Worlds and then they have the convention. Yeah, they, they had it Jiu-Jitsu the, Con. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, had yeah, it yeah. 2 years ago it was at that Cuz I was too. thinking about doing Master Worlds and then doing Con cuz you could do both. You could compete at both in theory yeah. as long as your bracket times are Well, they used to do the Jiu-Jitsu Con. So what we're talking about is IBJJF yeah. runs Masters Worlds. It is one of the biggest events in, in the Vegas. world that they run. They run it in Vegas. And if you're old, it's great cuz yeah. you'll have a bracket of like 10 people. And you get to go to Vegas people. for the week yeah. and compete. And so with they do um they used to run that they also used to run the vegas open the same weekend as that yeah. they've sort of more uh, morphed the vegas open into, into jujitsu con they've run jujitsu con a for a couple years too, yeah. going at the same time. basically you make they a, made a white belt tournament too yeah. when i think about it yeah. you can make the it a whole tournament. family event to have everyone yeah. go out and like if you're an adult you can compete at the vegas open if you're a masters you can go masters world yeah. if you're a kid you have a kids event there's a white belt event or like, at least because everyone. master worlds is also gi only yeah, it so is. that I you could go that. and do nogi at the at Jujitsu Han. Yeah, I believe yep. it's basically like, hey, yeah. you want to do IBJJF? You want to go out to Vegas for the week? Here it is. It's cool. It's yeah. a cool event. But I mean, it's a lot it of off, money, but hey, it, it makes yeah. sense that way. I'll probably do it next year. Honestly, we've talked about it for years. Yeah. We're going to do it this following year. We should all do it year. as a group. It'd be fun. We does. We talk about it. So yeah. uh, we have four names. We have Octavio Souza taking on Andy Marasaki in the first round, and on the on the other side of the bracket, we have Tynan Dalpra taking on Hanato Kanuto. Kanuto was the last person announced for this. Oh, okay. It is in the gi. It is for twenty bucks. Um, interesting names 20 bucks. here. Sorry, twenty bucks. <laughs> That's what kind of week it's been right now. Uh, it is for twenty thousand. Yes. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. <laughs> That'd um, be awesome. I, I kind of forecast to see Andy Marasaki and Tyna Dalpra 
in the finals here. Again, Canuto's so? very, very crafty. and But I think that Dalpro will just sort of be able to slow Canuto down. Yeah. Um, and kind of the same thing for Murasaki. I think Murasaki will be able to slow Souza down yeah. and play a game. Again, I can see I think this it, going yeah, the way Yeah, I think Canato also, in the gi, he's a little... He gets slowed down a little bit more, I yeah. think, than his Nogi game. Yeah, his Nogi fly, game, there's the a flying arm bar. Yeah, there's on a lot of, Jake I mean, he does a lot week. of, a lot of explosive behavior, and it's yeah. a little more difficult to be explosive. His guys can grip up on you. So yeah. that is the uh, 2021 IBJJF GP, 20 grand. We're going to cover it in, I think, was it two weeks? Yeah, it's in two weeks. November 13th. It's the weekend after. So we'll cover that house. after November 13th. Um, oh, a sideline. Uh, we are not going to cover Submission Underground tonight because we are recording the show at 6 p.m. and the event has just started. So we will conclude recording before yep. that event finishes. Uh, we may briefly talk on, touch on it during our first recap of day one for ADCC East Coast Trials. Yep. We're going to probably do a show on probably Saturday afternoon. Okay. We may do one Friday, um, but I doubt it. Just after, after the rules seminar, yeah. I doubt it in case, you know, I don't think there's enough content there to warrant an extra show, but we're definitely going to do one on Saturday evening. And it depends on how late the matches go into Saturday. Yeah. Who knows how long that's going to be. I assume it's going to be a solid like 12 to 15 hours yeah. day. I mean, weigh-ins. Starts at 10. Yeah, weigh-ins start at 6 a.m. 6 a.m. for 66 and 77. Yeah, and then up to like 9 a.m. is the latest for heavyweights, I think, was when it starts, is when weigh-ins it, is finish. When, uh, yeah. Start, they start. Nine start because they said I think ten was rules meeting. Yeah. Or I'm or I'm completely wrong. With but it's a very early but morning. It's, yeah. For a it's it's going to be early morning. I mean, everybody needs to get weighed in, and that's what eight hundred people trying to get seven hundred seven forty three. Yeah, 743, something like that. Trying to get weighed in. Yeah. Which and everyone has to weigh in. Doesn't matter if you're yeah. a heavyweight. Like they still have, at least they're not making you weigh, weigh in. in every day. There's only single day weigh-in? Yeah. Oh, really? There's only single day weigh-in, yeah. I didn't see anything anything say that they had to weigh in on Sunday. Okay, yeah. For the the big world championship, you have to weigh in both days. Yeah. But for... They have to, like, you have to weigh in Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Oh, yeah, you weigh-in day before. Yeah. yeah. Which is ridiculous. They want to make sure you're on weight. Yeah, you got to be on weight. You got to be that Get your shit together. To win. So... Uh, that does it for news. Um, again, we're most of this episode is going to be talking about ADCC, yeah. ADC's trials, rules. rules. This is a big lead up to an event we are very excited for. So uh, let's move into the re- to the recap section. Uh, we want to start with Cage Fury or Elizabeth Clay on fight to win. We'll do Elizabeth Clay on fight to win. So Elizabeth, on to our recap. Of, we're really just going to cover this main event match. Uh, Elizabeth Clay took on, uh, give me her name again. Tamara. Fajeda. Fajeda. I, I keep butchering her first name. Um, and we've seen Fajeda before. I don't remember the last time that we've covered her, but I would think maybe it might have been a BGD bet event, actually, or BGD stars event yeah. down in Brazil. And I was very, very impressed with her game. She put up a lot of sub-offense. And, again, I left very impressed with her performance. In this one, Elizabeth Clay immediately pulls Butterfly. and BJJ stars. Was it four? Uh, she lost to Bia on BJJ stars yeah. five. Um, I was really impressed with her match. Four, she that. lost against Bia. Okay, so she went against her twice in a row. So I don't know, but so we you're competing I'm with sure Bia. Yeah, which I mean, Bia's top Bia's, of the heap at the, yeah. at the heavyweight oh, divisions, and definitely. Yeah. Um. So Clay comes out not in the butterfly. Yeah. They, they kind of stand and they play, stand, play but up then and down she, sit, she sits for yeah. a while, and then will continue to come forward off the butterfly. And yeah, she the, just continues to sort of look to pass, yeah. but never. She doesn't really look to pass. She kind of. It's almost like she she keeps on backing up. It's a lot of backing up. Maybe yeah. she's looking for something specifically to happen. So she's looking for an yeah. opening from Clay. She's is looking what I for she was a looking specific, for. but she's not hand fighting. No, she's not even engaged. She's forcing Clay to kind of butt scoot, butt scoot towards, towards her. her, which is a weird thing. If you in jujitsu learning, well, especially the, on fight to win, the forward butt scoot is a weird thing to learn. I had to learn it on the fly once. It was freaking horrible. Anyway, I don't butt scoot. Anyway, um, yeah, it was it was a lot of that until the the final exchange. Yeah, really. Uh, Clay starts to enter into a ankle lock. Yeah. That Fajeda counters. They sort of start to go off the stage, yeah. but Fajeda and Clay are kind of making an effort to get their yeah. knees inside. They start to roll to the other side. Yeah. Clay locks up a toehold, but she's a little high on the grip. Yeah. And then you look the camera cuts and you look yeah. at Fajeda's toehold, and, and she, yeah, she. Grabs the knee, pulls the knee in. It and looked like going after. Her foot was in a direction that I. It made me cringe. It looked like shades of Hamlo Bahal and um, Patrick Gaudio Ooh. in that world match where yeah. Bahal's foot just got con- like dislocated. And, and then you look at the picture. Ugh. And then you look at Gaudio just looking at the foot like I did that. Yeah. Um. That it was looked like like Clay's foot was turned 
toes sideways touching not yeah. touching the heel but like no, it was it bending was, in a way that it was is uncommon direct, to yeah, see yeah it was not a good not a good foot super thing. deep and clay posted that she had a you know, previous injury that she hadn't dealt with properly and then you saw in conjunction with just yeah. the depth of the toehold that Fajetta put on her. Um, and Clay is forced to tap. She's in fighting her own toehold, but Fajetta gets it done. And um, I think we'll very shortly see Fajetta fight for the title here at Fight to Win. Yeah. Again, Clay is one of the top-ranked women um, in Fight to Win. And that's, a, and that's a good win. That's a solid it's win. It's a, a submission yeah. win over Clay and a leg-lock yeah. submission win over yeah. Clay, who we've seen, like we've seen Clay versus, um, who I'm thinking of, the Atos Black Belt. Um, the... Heavy Montero, weight. Luisa yeah. Montero, and versus Maria Meliasek, like yeah. in the recent, in in recent times on yeah. Fight to Win, uh, I think that that puts Fajeda definitely in the front runner seat for a you know Some, a title shot yeah. in the near future. You know, definitely. it's a good win. It was cool to see um, someone shoot out the legs with clay and and get on top because that's and, yeah. rare. And some yeah, most of the time they don't have they don't have the ability to pull anything by the time that she pulls it on you. Yeah. So, so it was it was cool. Um, let's move on to C. It's not how would I call it CFFC. So because because well, Cage Fury is the Friday night event, and CFFC is the Saturday night event, and they right. do them back to back. So so they do them because it's easier, I guess, to get the spot for two days in a row. Yeah, and the twenty three hundred arena. Yeah, and it's the same people yeah. in theory um, handling everything. So that's that's why. So you're CFFC. So we've covered Fury, Cage Fury before. We covered their inaugural event that it was headlined by Daniel Kelly. This yeah. time she's on the co-main event. Um, Cage, it's what called Cage Fury Cage Two. Cage Fury Two is what it was. Is the yeah. is the grappling event that CFFC runs. If you're familiar in the East Coast here, you know you've seen CFFC. If you're yeah. in the Philly area, you've probably been to their shows. You know, yeah. I've been to their shows. We've had people fight on their shows. Um, it's, it's great. A good event. It's a it's a fun and event. And they and they put in a, they put on a very decent or a very good um, local yeah uh, jujitsu. Yeah. Very. I mean, kind of like Fight it. to Win, but more East Coast. I mean, you're very not, East Coast centric. Like, yeah, I mean, besides the the main event, um, Marab. And they're and they're they're um they're New York guys. Are so, they? Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't like a huge yeah. you know Well uh, and and CM Punk is their is their commentator. I know. And in the in the post interview, so we'll talk about that. Yeah. Do you want to start with the Kevin Dantzler match? You want to start sure, with Sure, we the, can start with Dantzler. Uh, okay. Let's start with Dantzler match. So we had Kevin Dantzler going against Marab Davashvili. Yeah. And a name I know you can't you can't say yeah, I've heard I can't him, say I've it, heard him on the UFC him for Marab, years. And he's the number he's the number six UFC bantamweight currently. Is he really? Is that yep, high? I forgot he was that said. high ranked. Yep. Very fun is. guy to watch fight. He's a Georgian he guy. Is. He's going against Kevin Dantzler. And Dantzler did some stomps. He just passed. Like he does like the same pass that um the Riatolo brothers do. Yeah. Where you step on the leg, the, the pass. leg pin passing is what's called. He does it by like stomping full force and then going through. Or he does these like crazy like cartwheel passes or he just like hard cut slide like mm-hmm. i'm just gonna take your freaking head off coming through you so dantzler uh thinking ahead here was like mm, i'm gonna pull guard yeah I, and, and towards the end of the match davis really was very upset but yeah yeah you, he got really pissed davis off really him. is a is a georgian wrestler yeah and he had a samba he has a samba background too like that's so, not a guy you want to stand with what do you yeah. gain in a grappling event what do you gain with he's in, in, not happy in a decision he was super unhappy with yeah. it but he also approached i think he went into in, in the posted interview they talk yeah. about this like was approaching it on the scoring I, of an MMA yes, event. Yes, and I don't. I was going to say like more like a, a an ADCC or MMA event. He would have been. He would have probably won. I mean, in theory, he had control. Yeah, he had control he, of a lot of it. He held. He held most of the control in MMA. They don't give a. Sh- I mean, they do give a shit if you have a submission, but the guy on control, top is winning for yeah. the most part. Yeah. But this was really funny because I saw. I went to. It went to the decision. Yeah. And Dantzler numerous points in the back almost gets Marab's back. Yeah. Almost gets in on. Well, the a one leg. time, the one time he tries to hard pass, so Marab does like a really kind of just go through the legs full force pass. Yeah. But he grabs his head and his arm in Kiskatami rather than grabbing like an underhook. Yeah, he grabs like a, sta- a standard scarf hold yeah. as opposed to a modified scarf hold that has yes. that long side or that cross yeah. side underhook and to prevent the beginning of your back. And passes around to his back, mm-hmm. gets his back and then arm tries to arm bar. And yeah, and that was the definitely the deepest submission. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I, there was some leg lock exchanges yeah. here and there, but D- and that he did have bar, he did have Danzler's legs a few times. There was a few times where it looked... But I don't know how solid they were. You couldn't really tell right. if they were just a really good positional leg lock or if they were really he was really and, in and trouble. And Dantzler would immediately sort of begin addressing it and start like fighting out of it. And yeah. then Marab would let it go and look for top position yeah. again. There wasn't really 
And he, there was no position where I was like, ooh, Marab is really close to finishing Danzler here. The arm bar on Danzler's part was, I was like, oh, this is very finishable. And yeah. Marab's super tough and he's able to get a position and he got up yeah, on his shoulders. Yeah, he's not going to let him arm right. bar. And so he's able to get he's out of He's one of those guys that I would think that he would let his shoulder probably tear in half yeah. before you would actually tap to anything. You would have to hurt him. So this went decision. Yes, And I went, okay, this is, if, if we're in a grappling event... Very clearly, Dantzler. Kevin Dantzler. But MMA or even like an ADCC, like maybe this is maybe this is because, curious to score with yeah. ADCC rules. But I gave because the because he doesn't really pass. He never really gets no. past both of his legs. But in in a submission only decision for grappling, yeah. this was very clearly Dantzler. Yeah. But Marab on top has control. Marab yeah. hears the decision and just like flabbergasted about the decision. Yeah. And I went, yeah, because he and then in his post fight, yeah, because CM Punk brings both Dantzler. And then brings Marab out. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, this is a way, yeah, this is, way to do this. Yeah, this is going to be a problem. Um, and Marab talks about it. He goes, I controlled him. Like, what he what he was doing, he was like, I was pissed that he wouldn't stand up and wrestle with yeah. me. And I, I, he yelled at him at one point. And I just laughed. He, like, screamed at him at one point. I, I just laughed at that because I went, yeah, why would he? It's a submission like, grappling yeah, why, event. Like, he why has would no he have to? incentive to wrestle with you. No, because and it's the, like, if I was going against down. that dude, I'm not going to. If you can no. stand with him, you're going to go off the stage. So it was just very funny you. to see the contrast of like a very high level MMA grappler yeah. and wrestler versus a guy that understands the sport. And what also and then made the me kind of laugh a little bit was Kevin realized what was going down and got out. Like he yeah. left. He and Marab just kept on saying, "Come on to the mat. We'll fight. We'll fight." Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, "Oh God! Like this is some pro wrestling shit right here." Yeah, but again, CM Punk was interviewing it. So yeah, that, true. You know, I, I so, wasn't wasn't too surprised but, but about he that. but he came across as a hundred percent real with like he wanted to do that match again which i get but yeah again for me it was it was a very fun main event yeah it but was. i was uh i was not surprised and i that was think that was definitely the correct decision oh yeah if we're yeah. doing a submission grappling event because dancer put up the better submission grappling offense oh he did and rob you know had Good positional work, but yeah. was never really able to get past him. If Marab got past him, held him maybe on his back for a while. And, and, then, and did something and then, with yeah, it. Yeah, and then, and then did something with it. You could say that maybe Marab was, was yeah. stolen. But the two you know, back but. takes from Danzler and the armbar, like they were the big pieces of the match. Yeah. I went, yeah, this is clearly Danzler's match. Definitely. So that was the controversy of the weekend. On to the co-main event, uh, we had Danielle Kelly. Where are notes here? Right, versus uh, Catherine Mulharis. So Daniel Kelly previously, again, Daniel Kelly's like world ranked, very, yeah, very is. good. She's I don't think we've covered Kat before on the event. We know Kat personally. Yeah. Uh, she's a local. Uh, she's, done PA. A couple, she's done a couple fight the wins. Yeah. Um, I want to say she did submission at the shore. Yep. I think that's um, correct. I'm trying to think if she's, she did the women's fight to win. Remember the whole mm-hmm. ladies night one? Yeah. Um, she's done a lot of events in the area. But I going know. against Daniel Kelly yeah. is a, is a tough, tough match. And I think match. she had went against she had her and her um, boyfriend go used to go up to Henzo's. Okay. And Daniel Kelly is is Silver Fox. Yep. So they used to go to Henzo's. So yep. the two of them have rolled together before in the gym. Um, so it was it was an interesting matchup. Cat came in the last minute, I think. Too. Yeah, I think she was put in. That was correct. Yeah, she was put in after someone else pulled out. Kelly looked good though. I mean, she hits the beginning of the match off with a yeah. nice double leg. And we know Daniel Kelly's wrestling is yeah. very, very and, good and very and serviceable. When she would when she would try to arm drag Cat, Cat would square. Yeah, and you watched her get really square, and then you just watched the the double lug come through which yep. i mean really in all honesty that's what you're supposed to do yeah in that situation and it was good and we saw so. kelly turn the corner there she gets yeah. into the quarter guard and she just works for a couple of minutes to pass yeah um puts really nice pressure into cat's hips then your Kelly's yeah. able to get her hips out immediately goes into a mount yeah high mount try starts to like ride it up higher yeah cat does a good job getting the leg in eventually yeah and try to pull she, Kelly off. She does that when they throw their legs goat up. Goat hook is what it's called. Is that what it's called? It's called a goat hook. Dude, I that that, that I that is a staple of women's divisions. It is, and I can't really do it very well. I always want to do it, but the I, other fear I have is I'm giving you foot locks. Yeah, before because I broke my, my back, I did coming. it a ton. Did you? Um, but I basically because I was the guy that would do it at the gym because I'm one of the smaller people in the yeah. gym, and so I would throw it up. Especially and, if they ride high. I mean, because yeah. you have the ability to come up at that point. Well, even if they ride low, like, it, the great thing about it is any there's. It's very, very hard to stop it. You have to get your chest low. Yeah. You can do it when you're high or low, but yeah. you have to really. You can't be above the person. Yeah. 
And Danielle Kelly had a really high mount, but was also very high up because yeah. she was looking for the arms, looking for the and, subs. And when Kat went to do um, the goat, was it called the goat, goat hook? hook? It's called the, the goat go- hook. The goat hook. Um, what we're talking about is, went, is that when you throw your leg, when someone's mounted on you, you throw your leg up over their front of their chest. Oh, we didn't explain and you that, start to, we? You start to yeah. push them back. You try to get your feet in their armpits, right? Mm, Isn't that what you're really, trying to do in No, theory? you try to get in front of their chest because oh, okay. then they have to reach by and clear it. Oh, and you, okay. can, you can leg press them back, essentially, and escape out the back. Or yeah. you can enter into a leg lock and it, it and basically pushes had, them off mount. Yeah, she had um, went into a leg lock out of it. Yeah, which is the standard thing to yeah. do off of a goat hook because it p- essentially puts you in like an outside beginning of a 50-50 or a single yeah. leg X. If you push them away to one side, you can do it with two goat hooks. It's, again, a staple of the women's divisions at the, sm- at the lower weight classes and the men's divisions below about like the rooster 45, and, 45. Rooster and light light feather yeah light feather yeah. you know and once you get into lightweight you'll see it at the high levels but it, well, it because starts your flexibility to, yeah and guys of, are just they have yeah. smaller chests and they can get their hips up into it so yeah you just and then to see it more so she does that and and once she enters into the leg lock uh daniel kelly um you know splits her legs comes back through passing yeah and then it's just, kind of more of the same. Yeah, she goes to Keskatami, she holds her there, and that's basically the end of the match. Yep, and then so. Daniel Kelly gets the win there. She um, does. Again, looks good. I think Daniel Kelly talked about going to MMA. She did. Recently. She did. That was, I think, this week. Was that was the question. The that was the question in when they interviewed her after, was the question, was she going into MMA? And she was like, yeah. Yeah. Which, hey, good for her. Yeah, make your She's money. She's young enough. She has great Has great grappling. Yeah. You know, you can get as a huge base for... MMA nowadays is like cool can you put yeah. the fight where you want to and can you stay on top and maintain that position you know a very good performance for Daniel Kelly yeah. um I don't think that we have anything else nope. for the that is our matches for the pre for the recaps let's move into previews so we have ADCC East Coast trials this next week uh East Coast trials are a ton of fun uh ADCC trials if okay so if you're let's do a, a rundown of why we're so amped about ADCC okay. trials ADCC is an event that happens, depending on the weirdness of the pandemic and everything, an event that happens every two years. It was pretty much the first professional event that ran regularly, and it had the biggest prize money in jiu-jitsu. Do you know what I didn't realize until this weekend when I started, like, deep diving into stuff? I didn't realize that anybody can host it. Yeah. Yep. So you, you, like, bid to host it every Essentially, yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, and that was that's a big thing wild. With, with Mo. Mo is one yeah. of the only people that's ever done it twice in a row because yeah. he did such a great job and, and with has, 2019. And he has the funds to be able mm-hmm. to pump into and it. And he can so. do it correctly. Like yeah. Barley Wistim has hosted it. Robert pe- Drysdale's yeah. hosted it. They bring in the right people mm-hmm. that handle it. And that's one of the things that I think Mo's really done differently. Mo Jassim, the yeah. event coordinator for ADCC 2019 and moving into 2022, yeah. he also runs the Brazilian trials and the West Coast trials. Okay. Um, I'm not sure how long he's run those, but at least for the last, I think, two events. I could be okay. wrong about that, but... Mo brings in the right people to do it, and I think that's sort of why the event yeah, has, has, was so great. He also this knows last a lot of people in the area. I mean, he knows yeah. a lot of the the big players, and he so. knows what what it takes to run an event. Yeah, and he knows what he and he knows how to throw money into it and, and make it look. Like, he knows how to delegate you know. yeah. too. So it's great to see. So Mo's coming in to this event. Anyone can host the trials, uh, and Mo, oh, sorry, and can host the ADCC. World championships, world championship. but to get into the world championships, you can do it one of two ways. You can be invited. Invited. I was going to try to say something else. Okay. Invited, or you can win a trial spot. For yeah. the men, there are there are five divisions, right? 66, 76, 77, 88, 99, above 99. Yep. Five divisions. Five divisions. For me, there's two divisions, yep. under 60 and over 60. And for the men, there are 16 slots. Yep. Eight of those slots are filled via the, via the eight trials of the world. Yep. So if you are a North American citizen... That means Canada, Mexico, U.S. Yep. There's two trials. This is an East Coast trials. This is the first trials, and there's a West Coast trials. Yeah. If you win the division, one of those five divisions in the men's, in the men's, you get a slot. In you get basically you're, you're invited. To the you world get a slot there. You get a slot at the World Championship, which is in Vegas. Any this year, this year it's in Vegas. Anyone can register. And that's the wild thing about ADCC. Technically, you're supposed to be a professional to register. Uh, but technically, anyone can. Uh, anybody, but anyone anybody can register. Can register. And then should you register? That's a whole no. other ball game. So there are two trials in the U.S. There are two trials in South America. They are called the Brazilian trials because I don't know if any non-Brazilian has won. You may have had one or two Ecuadorians maybe. Okay. I don't know, but primarily Brazilians win those. They're both hosted in Brazil. There are two trials that happen in Europe, and there are two trials that happen in Asia and Oceania. Asia. 
uh, called the Asian trials, sometimes called the Australian trials. Yeah. It all depends on, you know, who's talking about it. Yeah. So those are your four, sorry, your eight slots for men. Yep. The second trials in every region, so not the East Coast trials, but the West Coast trials that will happen next year, yeah. has a women's spot for two, so two women's spots because there are only eight um, spots for women yeah. because the registra- they do it sort of more in line with the registrations. Yeah. Women so historically are less registered. East Coast for women is more of just a tournament. It's a tournament, but it's also, well, if you win it, you get a, you get Tom DeBlast pays yeah. for your registration and your lodging and your flight over to West Coast Trials to enter but that. you still have to win West Coast Trials. You still got to win West Coast Trials to get an invite, but it also does put you in the slot for an, uh, and just a straight up invitation true. because you've shown you've done the trials. And so the other eight slots for men, other four slots for women, are done via invitation. Yeah. Typically in an invitation, what they'll do is they will bring in the medalists of the previous year. Yeah. So like Craig Jones probably doesn't have to do trials because he's a medalist. You know, even if he didn't win, yeah. Mateus Thinis, medalist at 88, sorry, gold medalist at 88, yeah. doesn't have to do trials. Gordon Ryan, he's a whole different thing because he won the absolute, but doesn't yeah. have to do trials. Like JT Torres doesn't have to do trials. Like yeah. they'll, they'll typically bring in people yeah. that medal at the most recent ADCC and usually people that are historic guys in ADCC, historic but champions. Also, but it's also... Um, sort of known that you should do the trials. Yeah. Do not, not go in. And do not wait for an invite or do not ask for an invite. Yeah. And Mo yeah. has been very clear since 2019 and more so even with going into 2022. Like, show us you want an invite by doing the trials. Do not, There's some big people. He goes, that we are not going to invite. Like, yeah. we expect you to do the trials. People that have donated to CC before. Like, we still expect you to do the trials. And the guys like Tom DeBlast won the trials three times. Yeah. Wagner won the trials three times. Um, guys have won trials multiple times, in been in ADCC multiple times, but that getting it's, into yeah. ADCC does not guarantee your spot. Like, Keith Krikorian did the trials, came in second in 2018 in the East Coast trials, okay. second in 2019 in the East in the West Coast trials, and then he was given an invite slot after a dropout because, okay. look, man, you've met, you've you've done yeah. silver medals twice. Yeah. You're a guy at the level that we want to include in this exactly. tournament. Like, exactly. It shows the organizers that you want to go in. So that is trials. That is how the invites work. That is why trials is such a big deal because there's like 40 grand on the line in yes. your division at the World Championships. Like that yeah. is an unprecedented amount of money. And then you also, but you also have to look at the tri- both the World Championship and trials being a whole different ball game. Yeah. It's not the same as, you know, IBJJF or, no. or your general tournament. The whole rule system is completely different. Mm-hmm. The scoring system is completely different. There's a huge emphasis placed on initiation, like yeah. who initiates a position. And there's controversial matches. There's also a lot of controversial, not controversial matches in ADCC, but from the outside. Yeah. Some people will have some controversy because... Especially if you is- don't understand the rule set and you yes. watch a match and you can completely be wrong with how things are going to mm-hmm. proceed. There's also a no point section. There's a point section. It's, again, a very different rule set. And it is very much a submission grappling of event or submission like a, wrestling it's, event it's like a wrestling event with submissions more than a jujitsu event yeah i would say yeah i mean there's because a huge... when you think about it somebody who is a blue belt in jujitsu but has Nikki N- yeah has an ncaa you know wrestling career can come in and, mm-hmm. and technically take it all yeah because you have the background and the, the submissions and the 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 initiative and the takedowns are such a big thing because you can't pull guard at the beginning of your matches but but that big that's butt. kind of changed well it has it, i think it's changed it's just the we, people have learned how to more effectively game the rules yeah and mo is even talking about like look these are the rules yeah it doesn't mean you can't play to the rule pull, set you can pull in your first three minutes well you can but you're gonna get a negative point no you're not in the I've final remember, in the finals in the finals you do in the beginning you can play the game if you really want to yeah you're just if you don't initiate anything with it and you don't come towards somebody then you're gonna have problems yeah so very very different rule set. Uh, do you want to go through the rules first, or we're going to go through some of the names in the divisions? What do you think we want to do first? Um, let's go through rules, and then we'll go through. Let's go names through rules. Last. If you haven't watched the video online, pause the podcast, go look up ADCC rules seminar for I think it's I forget the name of the. It's like 2017. Go oh, go actually no, go look at the grappling rewind Instagram page. Oh, okay. It will be one of the most recent yeah. posts. You can see the name of the video there. It's been an hour video. If you're curious about it, it's it like answers. Forty minutes long. I thought it was like 52. I yeah, don't know. it could be a little bit longer. It's it's long, but it, it will... It was my lunch break one day. Yeah, it will fully explain how ADCC and ADCC works. And a couple works. questions, too. And some questions and some answers, like what's actually banned. Like, very little is banned yeah. in ADCC. 
But I find the things that are banned, it's a little, it's a little weird. It is kind of funny. Like, there is some stuff bizarre. that's banned that's funny. Like, the biggest thing that's banned is you can't control cranks. both shoulders, shoulders with a neck crank. You can yes. control a single one, but you can't like go to a stockade position, if you're yeah. familiar with what that is, yeah. and like crank. You can't go to a full Nelson and crank. You can't do I a saw, roll down full Nelson crank. I saw a crank. meme that explained like the greatest way to, to understand this is if you've ever seen... Um, the Dake and Burroughs uh, USA Wrestling Trials match. No. Where, okay, uh, so Jor- Jordan Burroughs shoots doubles. Yeah. And he's completely, Jordan, he's is, completely under that's Dake. That's the quote of the podcast. Jordan Burroughs <laughs> shoots, shoots doubles. doubles. And he goes completely under Dake. And Dake butt bounces him. He literally just butt bumps his, his yeah. butt off Burroughs' head as Burroughs has both of his shoulders. Yeah. And that is legal because neither of his shoulders are being controlled Though he is cranking the head because yeah. he's pushing down the head, so yeah, weird way to understand that rule. Watch the booty bounce, and you'll understand. Yeah, okay. was, I, remember, I remember that. I've seen that Side gif. Note. I've seen that gif of that match. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what match you're talking about now. So it was a. I mean, it worked. Yeah, you so, won the match. Let's go through the points here. Anyway. Um, again, standard. We're gonna we're gonna run through them quickly, and then we'll run through kind of the particulars here about what makes it interesting. Yep. Passing the guard is three points. Uh, pretty standard. Yeah. Knee on the stomach. But. You have to pass with 75% control of the back when you land. Yeah, when and shoulders down. Yes, the like, shoulders need to be down, they, which, which, is not pa- nor- which is mm-hmm. not a normal It's more like, oh, you get them passed. It doesn't matter where no, they are. No, you have to pin them. It's it's not about as much of where the legs are. It's, it's about where the legs are and where the shoulders mm-hmm. are. So you so have to get them down and flat. So if they turn up on their side to defend you, yep. it doesn't count as a That's pass nothing. until you settle their shoulders down. Yes. So again, I like this rule a lot because it it forces people and it makes people like not settle a pass and like really fight to settle yeah. a pass hard and also yeah. people on the bottom not turtle. just like get halfway you through and turtle. get through it. You yeah. can turtle, which is in the rules yeah. later, but it forces people to continue to like yeah. fight up in position. And I find that's that's also a problem when when you coach people that are coming into competing that haven't competed for a long time, like settling positions. Yeah. Like they pass guard, but they don't settle where mm-hmm. they're at long enough to actually, yeah, I've had you know, move on. Many matches, that and I'm that's me work. screaming at most white belts. Where all you can hear is me settle. yelling on a mat, settle, just as yeah. loud as I can. Hold position, yeah, yeah. and they get like, oh, maybe yeah. we want to settle position. Like, yeah, yeah. settle yeah. here, yeah. You get your yeah. points, <laughs> and look at me, so and I'll show you. I think you've got that's your a good way to effectively make that happen. Yeah, okay. on the stomach. Is you more on that or not? Nope, that's it. The in the stomach it. is two points. But what I love about the knee in the stomach rule is like... It has to be the middle of the stomach. It's the middle of the stomach. It can't be ribs, can't be chest, can't be face. Which it's is like, different. It's the stomach. Yeah. And they want... ADCC, they want it in the belly button. Yeah, they want the knee in the middle of the body. Yeah. They don't want a knee ride. They want like, I want your knee in their stomach. Yeah. But the cool thing is not like an IBJJF or any other tournament, yeah. you don't have to post up the far side knee. No. It doesn't have to be the, the forward knee. It can be the back knee. It's like yeah. if you put you your knee... You can be knee, facing their feet. You can be mm-hmm. facing, yeah. If you put your knee on their stomach and control them, it's two points. Yes, it is. And, and you, if you remove it for three seconds and put it back, that's another two points. Yeah. And one thing in the rules video that Mo really, really yeah. was... Um, repeated over and over again was three seconds. Yeah. Like everything... Three seconds resets it. Yeah. So it's like if you control the position, you get your points, you leave that position, and then for three seconds, yeah. and then you go back to that position for three seconds, you score again. Yeah. And we don't we don't see it done a ton. I think we saw it, um, there's a very famous match with yeah, Galvao and Pajares, yeah. I think, yeah. where Galvao just kept taking a hook in and out, yeah. continue to rack up points on it. But that is very different from pretty much every single most other tournaments set. you can't do that no you can't you have to go back to the guard you have to go to another position yeah you adcc to... goes like nah man he's gonna let you keep doing it but keep but, your points. but the weird thing about it so you can do that but if you pass guard to mount you only get your pass points you don't yeah. get the mount points mm-hmm. which so i find settle. really weird no you don't get the mount points at all you only get the pass points there's it goes further down when passing guard straight to mount or knee or knee or stomach points will only be awarded for passing the guard. Oh yeah. So you don't get your points for the, your position. Well, mount's only two points, which is funny too. I know, but normally you would get your three for your mm-hmm. pass, and then in a normal tournament, four for your mount, mm-hmm. or in here, two for your mount. But you're not getting that two. Yeah. Which I find to be weird. It's a really. But I guess that's you're not giving an advantage to go straight. You're using it. Adva- you're not giving the advantage to go straight to that position. Yeah. 
it's interesting. Again, yeah. ADCC has some very interesting nuance to the rules. Mount position, two points. Um, again, this is a really standard mount. You have to have both knees down, but they don't Unless care they, if you have an arm in wrap. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah, and they don't care if both their, both their arms can be under you. You yep. can be real high. You can be uh, a little more low. If you're on their chest and both knees touch the mat, Three and seconds. they said if the person is ginormous and you have short little legs that they'll yeah, then, they'll accordingly. The other thing I like about Which the rules seminar is they went at referee discretion, like over and over again. I was yeah. like, look, if it's there and like there's this little uh, maybe it didn't maybe yeah. not like and the referee oh, deems all, that it is. We've all gotten mount on a heavyweight and not been able to put our knees down. Yeah, I'm in a squat and I'm, yeah. I, my my chest yeah. is on your body, but I can't touch the ground. Oh. Yeah, so I I do like that ADCC recognizes that like grappling has such nuance to it yeah. that. They will score certain things that are they like, will. yeah, you're in the position. Yeah, it looks different because there's a size difference. So there's like a technique thing that's happening here. Like we're going to score it. And I appreciate they actually just should it bring that up in the rules meeting over and over again at referee discretion. Oh, it says both of your knees must be below their shoulder line. Okay, so if you go up to a triangle, yeah, no. you have to set you have to settle your position before yeah. going up. They, to their your arms triangle. can be under you, but yeah. they can't. They have to be below the shoulder yeah, line. Yeah, you can't. For mount. You can't just squeeze their head with yeah. your. Yeah, but it, but that's contrary to most other mounts where it's like you have to be above their. You have to be below their armpits. Yeah, for this true. mount, their hands can be in, and true. it still counts as mount. Which again, some of the nuance of ADCC. True. Um. Back mount with hooks. I also love they count the body triangle now. Yeah. Which, which is like. I can't do a body triangle to save my life. I'm way too like my body's just not built for a body triangle. But I just love that they're counting it now because yeah. it's been like that's been the meta for probably six years now. Like the body triangle. And now finally like look body triangle counts. Hooks counts. Yeah. If your feet are there like around the body. Back mount is four points. So again we have some difference. We have sorry, three points. We have mount only being two points. And we have back mount with hooks only being three points. Yes. As opposed to the normal four points, which, yes. again, it just leads to some of the interesting things about ADCC. The points can get like you are never getting a ton of points no, for not. individual things. You're getting two points or three points. You're well, never getting like four or six points. You are getting four for very specific and uh, you're getting boy, four for Takedowns. So takedown. So so we have to move to two yeah. points here. Takedown. The ends in the guard or half guard. So you take them down into the half guard or the guard. Yeah. Two points. Takedowns. Clean the end in a guard pass. You get four points. Yeah. So again, you're not getting that extra point you are in just the pass. Yeah. But is incentivizing you to clear the legs on a takedown because then you're getting but, four points. But you get two for the takedown. You settle. You pass the guard. That's three. That's then five points. Yeah. But it, it, but it does it does <laughs> reward yeah, you more. I, I, it does reward you more, but because we've seen entire matches yeah. contested on the guard, yeah. because people are like, oh, yeah, I need to pass the guard here, I'll get my two yeah. points, and then fight for it. Versus, I think ADCC. it also incentivizes like some really nice takedowns. Yeah, it incentivizes you to push through and not yeah. just accept the half guard yeah. to get four points because yeah. it may very well be the only and point you score in a match. If they have, if they grab your head, you have to clear the the guillotine. Yeah. before you get your points. Yes, and before they start counting your three. Yeah. Which, That's the thing too. It's like yeah. it's not like IBJJF. A lot of times, it's as soon as you clear the submission, they get yeah. points. But yeah. for this, for ADCC, you still have to settle. It you have to three. be settled with no submission occurring, and so yeah. a lot of guys will hang on a Kimura for a long time, even if it's a shit Kimura. But That's not they have get to def- they have to defend it because there's no points until yeah. that is cleared, exactly. and then the three seconds start. So you have someone who will hang on to something for a long time. And then when someone starts to move position to try to fight it off, yeah. they'll start fighting out, and there will never be a full. Uh, takedown score True. because it was never established because the, yeah. the submission wasn't playing until and it, then. It, somewhere it says that your butt, it literally says your butt has to hit the mat for three for yeah. three seconds. It'd be down. Yeah. Uh-huh. So if you're one of those those people that can bounce your butt off the mat when you land, which mm-hmm. we all know, we've all rolled with somebody that you take them down, they hit the mat, their butt bounces and yep. they get back up. You are not getting anything on that. Nope. So clean takedown no ends advantages and pass. Or any of that four points. Thing. Sweep. Um, two points again. Bottom but player, top player. Sweep does not involve the legs. No. So that's a that's the change from jujitsu rules to this rule, is that you normally in jujitsu you have to have involvement of your legs mm-hmm. to furnish. A D C C is you're facing each other. Yeah. Someone's on the bottom. Someone's on the top. If that switches at any point in time, which is a reversal. Reversals count now, mm-hmm. so it doesn't it doesn't matter. So like reversal from side control in A D C C counts as a sweep. Yeah. Which is, an, a very, again, reversals count, and there's a whole other collection of techniques that now count for yeah. points in ADCC that do not count in any other rule but set, But really. the other weird thing is you have to initiate the sweep. Mm-hmm. So if you go for an arm bar and they roll you over, yep. 
that that is not a no points for your opponent or a reversal for your opponent. Yeah. That's just you getting shit position, taken, getting taken over. Yeah, which, which is again that goes back to the initiation yeah. of position uh, being a big thing. So clean sweep, um, basically, it's when you're at a bottom outside position yeah. and you flip all the way over that. It ends in a, it ends in a guard pass yeah. is four points. So if you sweep and it in, into a pass out of it, like from the guard, yeah, uh, you sweep like a, a butterfly sweep, like a butterfly sweep, yeah. yeah, and you're and you end up passing. I was on trying it. to think of ways to to like visualize it. A, a yeah. butterfly sweep is the easiest. So one somewhere from the guard, yeah. like entangled, and then to outside for like a side control position. Yeah. If, so you know any any collection of techniques that end in those yeah. or end in a top position, you get your four. We well, could also for do that. a balloon sweep. Yeah, they're always fun. Any any combination head. of stuff. Um, so yeah, that's the basic points layout for ADCC, and that's different. And that's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot in and of itself. Yeah. And now we start negative points. Now we go to negative points. If there's a, there's some very specific rules about jumping guard. Um, if you choose to jump guard, negative down. points on trials on non championship matches don't start until three minutes in. Yeah. But then on championship matches they do and in the start finals from the beginning. And in, in the finals, finals i mean yeah so not championship trials are three finals. minutes no points three minutes points yeah. but your negatives can carry over from the no points section they can into the points section yes. so things like passivity and stuff like that but a passivity negative not a guard pulling negative correct and that's my understanding a little different but yeah. um and they score differently but functionally yeah. they take a point away from you um, yeah, they're which is, minus which is to out of your points at yeah. the end. Uh, they're not, it was just weird because most other organizations are negative. You just either get a penalty or yeah. your opponent gets something. This one, it's just yeah. taken from your. Well, points. and like if you get a if you get a negative in IBJJF, if you still win on points, your negative doesn't affect you one way or another. It's right, if kinda, they're even, yeah, it's just kind of chilling. Um, Unless that's the deciding factor. Yeah, exactly. Which is like, which is again. Unless you're like, you're both. Two. Let's say you both yeah. have two points, and one of you has a negative. Mm-hmm. Then, then it goes. But other than you. that, if you know, if other you, than that, it doesn't freaking really matter unless nope. you clock too many up. Unless and you start it's the deciding it. factor, and yeah. then you give more to your opponent. But ADCC again, it's just you can keep racking up negative points, and it's just minuses out of your own points. Yes. Um, I don't really want to go through all of the things from now. These negatives. Passive passivity is your big one. Yeah, passivity it's, is your big one, and then yeah, not like engaging, doing stuff you're not supposed to do, and like not again, like yeah, you said, not, not engaging. engaging, fleeing the mat, uh, yeah. fixing a fight, you'll get DQ'd. Like Which I think it, the the way they act like fixing a fight is something that goes on every single day. Like they they made so many warnings about fixing fights. I was like, that's but because it's it's, a, it's happened before. And I it's, guess it, yeah. It's a big professional level tournament. They're like, no, you don't get to go and your buddy, you yeah. and your buddy have a match that like you give it to your buddy. Yeah. Like no, you if you're here to I compete, wonder if this, you're here to compete. Is this is this one of these tournaments where um if you're in certain I don't know. Okay, so you know what I'm talking about. The typical what they do in the ADCC World Championships is they will put people that are. From the same gym or same affiliation or same school, yeah, in they different will, sides of the. They bracket. will go. No, no, they don't put them. Aside. Oh, they, they put don't. Them, they have to meet in the second round at the latest. Uh, okay. So if you have three people from your gym, then someone's got to fight the first round each yeah. other. Someone has to fight the second round. Like yeah. the latest you can go for your own teammate I'm is a, second round. I'm not a fan of closeouts. No, and I the, think the, closeouts the are ridiculous. Doesn't allow it, and it's a professional oh, okay. level event. And so I didn't know. I didn't know if certain because um, I think certain affiliations. Yeah require it yeah because i've watched them do it over mm-hmm. and over gb again. does gb is one of the big yeah, ones. Think, it's one of the big ones that does it autos did Atos it for a long does time it, i think um and but some guys will they fight do, they, yeah. they do it occasionally uh check matt will do it sister costa does yeah. it. a lot of the big big teams yeah. do it and it's not it's they're called closeouts you'll you'll see them here and there we when, see them every world championship yeah every and, every and they major either take turns or sometimes it's the more you just you know. choose to give it to your teammate, which yeah. in a combat sport, I can understand where it comes from. Yeah. But ADCC does not care. Well, and good. they're like, you're here to fight. You're here to compete. You must compete. Yeah. Or like you can't just give it to your opponent. You have to compete. Yeah. If you both, if like one person drops, the other person, like you're both DQ. Yeah. Like you, if you get to a point where you have to fight your teammate, we want to see that match. And you must have that match. Yes. Which I appreciate. Mo, uh, in 2019, he made it, made it so they can meet the second round. Okay. As opposed to, it used to be the first round. Like, oh, okay. Ooh, it's like you have Keenan for, and... For trials, I know they, they try to set them on other ends of the bracket. I, know, I don't remember together. the trials. How that, yeah. I don't remember how they do that. Again, it was such a big trials. Yeah. I didn't remember where you had to meet or not. Um, and I didn't know if that was the case for trials or not. But yeah. if you're saying that is the case. I thought that was the case, but I could be completely yeah. wrong. With that. Most events, they put teammates on the opposite side of the bracket. Yeah. ADCC is not about that life. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, 
be, be prepared to fight your teammate early in yeah. the world championships Which, if he gets hey. there. Look, it's so you can't it's so you can't fix yeah. a finals match. That's yeah. really what they a want. A lot of teams won't put more than one person in. Or two people. They put two people in yeah. maximum. They won't put a, um, a large because amount of people in. And Mo's thought process for that was it having it in the second round gives a chance for the match to not have to happen. Yeah. Like if one of your teammates gets eliminated by someone yeah. else, like cool, you have another match versus putting in the first but, round, it's like two guys also, that train together. It also helps make finals not a closeout. Yeah. Or, or think about it's it. not or not a let's see X gym take on the world kind of yeah. situation. No, it's like we're gonna have one person from one gym, yeah. one person from another association that are looking for the money and looking for yeah. the title, not looking to, you know, play friends and closeouts, which again, yeah. we have our thoughts on closeouts. I think it looks really bad for the sport to see it. Um I'm not but a fan. Other folks are, you know, yeah, other fans, big fans are, of it. other people are we we're fans. openly not a fan of it. I think it's a I think it's a bad look for the sport. So that does it for rules. Again, the rules are up. If you're going to watch it, watch the rules video and look at the rules. Again, I don't stress rules this much for any event but ADCC because it's really important and it's a big deal. It is the biggest event in the world uh, and it's awesome. So this is so the trials. Did we go over what was uh, what you can't do? You can't, go, you, you, can't, you can't pin both your shoulders and crank their neck. Yeah, essentially. Um, there's a couple other things that you and can't. I think that you can't spike on the head is other big um, one. Yeah, you can't grab the trachea. Nope, you it's can't squeeze it. It's known as a variety of different things. It, it is, I domestic it, violence choke. I call it the domestic choke, yeah. but um, uh, can't you, do that. You can't slam out of anything that is not a submission. Yeah. So you can slam, but only in a submission, yeah. and you have to be in the process of being submitted. Yeah. Um, and like if you get up, if the person jumps and guard and you let slam... Go, that was the other thing. Yeah. If you're in a submission, they let go of the submission. You cannot slam afterwards. Yes. You Even have to if, let them go. And if they're letting go as you're slamming, yeah, you, you have to not slam. You have to like, not so slam. It's, it's, again, I... But to it's your a best safety knowledge, rule. yeah. Yeah, it which, is. I, which I it do is. appreciate. Like, look... No if, eye gouging and all that kind of... It, other it, all the stuff. standard rules. So, so that's ADCC rules. Super excited for it. Let's talk about who is registered. Uh, women's division. Let's go there first. Although... So women looking to win a slot for West Coast Trials and okay. put their name on the map... We have, 60 kilograms. Yeah. We, so we don't have all, unfortunately, yeah. the list of who's out. We just have who Flo has released yeah. at this time for names. So we're going to go off that and do a real brief preview of the movers and shakers that we know about so far. And 60 kilograms is right around 132. Okay. I know this because like I've, I've, I've thought about it like if I actually did it at my own weight, I would have to be in heavyweight. And that like blows my mind. So it's 132. Uh, Brian St. Marie is there. We saw her a couple weeks ago on. She um, competed over the weekend i believe like three times in different rule sets she did like a wrestling tournament she did like all kinds so she's i mean she's definitely a game competitor that's been competing mm-hmm. um non-stop we have amanda tubby aliquin who's seen a ton of fight to win we saw yeah, her at the yeah. number one championships looking good uh excited to see her in the plus 60 kilogram division we have kenda riesling uh Rusar, kenda Rusing. i'm gonna get her name right yeah eventually we have kenda Rusing, which previously she, won trials she did mm-hmm. and she's a, a very experienced wrestler she started wrestling when she was like six or eight yeah. or and she has a child. judo background and she national does. T- like she's, she actually did really well um being a correspondent it was who's number one yeah the last she's, who's number one she's been on commentary a couple times and yeah. I've, I've always really liked the perspective she brings on commentary she does, yes. and she's very well spoken she was so she awesome. was speaking about training and the mm-hmm. different ways that they train for for different matches and yeah she um very knowledgeable we also yes. have kat zingano who they oh have really here. yep see i just saw that one that's a new one yep i haven't seen her compete in a long time no she's in bellator now uh, she, she was in the UFC for years. In yeah, Bellator I knew now. that. And then she was in Bellator, but I hadn't seen her fight in a while. Mm, she fought. She had, some, she had a bunch of personal Not too, too long ago. Going. I want to say like really? within, within the last four months. She, yeah, she had a fight back. Yeah. And I forget how it went, but I think she looked great. Um, as I, when I remember it. Yeah. So that's women's division again. Interesting. I didn't know she was in it. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And our, our friend is in over 60. Um, She used to work for um, Fight to Win. Brittany? Brittany. Oh, no shit. She's going to be in trials. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. She's in over 60. Yeah. Big Bird, uh, Brittany Elkin, yeah. is on the over 60 she as well. Is. Again, we have, I think, the smallest division. Is Big Bird her name? Her fight name? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just, I'm, I've am just met her recently. So oh, okay. Like, yeah. I have an interview I'm with her up online from a year ago. Yeah. She's cool. She's a cool person. Mm-hmm. So, we're again, we're just going to run through the yeah. names that we have for these divisions. Uh, the smallest division is the women's plus 60 and i think it has 35 people yeah, yeah. the biggest division is 77 with yeah. 215 we're going to admit 212 is it two? 
So two twelve. Okay, two twelve. We're going to omit ninety nine, ninety five percent of yeah. the names here. We're just going to again read the names that we have and talk about and kind the of their forces people. in their in their divisions. Moving on to the sixty six kilogram division, which kind of surprised me here. Um, we have starting off Kolobate, who had a great which, run yeah. at who's number one. He beat Geo, who's again a former ADCC trials winner, and he definitely he, he leads or he um he plays up to the hype. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of hype around him. There was a lot of talk about does he really belong in who's number one and as he a fucking blue belt. Does. And he just wrecked people. So yeah. he definitely belongs there. Um I loved seeing him compete. He's he's a great competitor. Yep, we have Johnny Grippo again at sixty six. We'd speculated Which, a lot if he was gonna be at seventy seven yeah. or sixty six. He's at sixty six. Grippo, we've covered him extensively the last six he's months. He's been competing nonstop. Killing it. Um, especially in the Nogi circuit. He, and he's been looking good. His he wrestling's does. on point. He he's like now fighting for the submission consistently. Took an IBJJF world title in Nogi. He he's been on like four he or was, five. Yeah, he was on UG. a variety of yeah, yeah UG won, was the most recent. He won Emerald City, yeah. like been looking really, really good. We have Esteban Martinez also at sixty six. I'm super excited to watch him. I like watching. He Esteban. is so much fun to watch. He always puts on a fun match. He yeah. weighs about one twenty seven, but he was on last weekend at uh, Thurco's Grappling and it was as an one, entrant as a one seventy at one eighty. One eighty. Yeah. So he always and I mean he still shoots for the takedowns. He doesn't care. Nope. Very, very good. We also have Damian Anderson at this weight. Again, we also cutting saw some weight. Compete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The rematch with Johnny Grippo. We had both of them in uh, the. Uh, what event? EUG, EUG. event yeah. last week. Um, should be very fun to see. And we have Keith Kukorian back at 66. And I'm super yeah. surprised Keith is going down again to 66 and not I the 77. 77's a big bracket too. Yeah, you have to think of, you have to think about what you weigh in at and can you get to that size? Yeah. And are you effective at that size? Again, Kukorian takes. You know, he fought Bouchesha at yeah. fucking ADCC. I know. Like, dude's game for anything. I'm curious to see how he looks cutting this much weight. I'm assuming he's going to have to cut down a lot more than he did previously. Yeah. Two-time silver medalist at EDCC trials. Look for Kokorian to be a force in 66. We also have Edmund Juni Acasio. I like Juni. I like Juni like a lot. Juni. I love his leg lock game, his yes. ability to... He's just shown a lot recently, and he's submitted a lot of people. He It'll had be a, interesting to see how he... Um, how he... What his game plan is for the trials? Yeah, because he's he's not a, a wrestling dude. Not he's really. Not he can do it. We've seen him do yes. it, but not. But that's not generally recently. His, yeah, his he did a bit of purple and a little bit of brown and black. He's yeah. really been dominant in the leg locks, and that's primarily yes. like where he's gone. Uh, these are all out of order, by the way. Oh, so okay. let's move into ninety nine because oh, I have them out of out order. Let's run. I can find seventy seven. Nah, it's okay. Uh, we, we have here. We have nope, se- that was seventy seven. We have seventy seven. Uh, kicking off the division, we have Cade Rotolo from Autos. Cade's yeah. looked amazing recently and just like his grind is gonna be crazy. His grind is watching gas tank. him. Yeah, watching him just keep on going after people. Mm-hmm. Everything I've read about him, because I've read up on quite a few of the guys in the seventy seven division. Um, yeah, our, our coaches that, are. Yeah, Rob. Our, our, and so we've our been looking at all the guys in the like, right, who, division, wait, so, who's, who's Rob going to have so, to fight? And yeah, it's it's so been I, funny talking to Rob it, about like all the guys in the bracket and taking a bigger so, look at 77 for I've that been reason. watching way too many 77 matches right now. But um, Cade, what I hear time and time again, everybody that has been training with him is holding him down is almost impossible. Yeah, and we've seen that you in the tire yourself. Matches. Yeah, you tire yourself out before you can hold him down. So yeah. And it's jumping darts that we see that we saw yeah, display and who's that, number one. And he has buggy who's chokes one. And yeah, he he he's definitely an up and coming and and he he did the trials at like as like 16, 15, 16. Uh, I think like 14. 14. He did it. I mean, crazy. I think he's young. 17. I think they're 17 now. Oh, okay. And that was almost three years ago. Man. And he's getting into like his man strength now. Dude, it's, it's wild. It's, it's wild. Also, stuff. Vision, we have William Tackett yeah. going down. Been at 80, 80 to 80 yeah, kilograms he's for a been, while. He's been bigger in the past. Mm-hmm. Like, I was surprised to see him in this. 80 is the thing you're going to see guys cut some serious weight I know, for but the problem is in this division, you're going to have eight to nine matches. You have eight. You have eight matches. Eight matches. Eight matches to win and that's a lot of matches when you're cutting two days making Over weight every days. day you don't have to make it every weight every day oh right it's only for the Just Saturday. again but well, still it still cutting is not mm-hmm. an easy thing to do and it's easy for one or two matches but you're talking about eight yeah but anyway Tackets, tackets real good. We yep. also have John Combs in this division yeah. former winner of this division uh at East Coast trials last time um or sorry was it was he yeah. at 66 he was at 66 uh, last I think time. he was at 66 yeah, last time. He, yeah, he beat Krikorian in the finals yeah. at East Coast Trials I like last watching time. John Combs in, in dude, all the different... Like, dude has a great team. guillotine. As yeah. a guillotine guy myself, yeah. big, 
big fan of John Combs. I, I like his game. He yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, he's a fun game. Watch, watch go back and watch his Copa Podio okay. thing. Uh, it's, it's floated a thing on it probably 2015 or 16 called like One his, Night in Brazil. I love his wrestling style. It's great. Yeah. It's great to watch. Yeah, Eastern, former Eastern guy now at the East Coast. We have John Satava also in this division, big force. And we have PJ Barch in this. We have actually two more people that listed. Yeah. PJ Barch is in this division who we saw get injured at 77 uh, 2019 for okay. West Coast Trials. Okay. That was the big shoulder. I think shoulder or leg injury he had in the semifinals. Oh, okay. And then he was out he for did, a while. He did no. He did Nogi Worlds because I went back and watched his Nogi Worlds mm-hmm. matches. And he went against the person that won the division. It wasn't Ta- he. He's went against Taza. And then he went against um, uh, Ohio wrestler guy. Just went to Pedigo. Couch? No, no. no the, um, you know Dante. 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 He went against Dante Leon. Ohio. And they had, I know, this is, well, he's not, he's Canadian, the right? The Canadian, yeah. Was uh, Canadian. Dante, I would not leave I was Ohio. Like, I well, was it was better than me yes. saying, you know the hot, well, the guy I think is hot? Yeah. Like, you know the hot dude from Ohio? Like, that, that's, that's the other way I'd explain this shit. Anyway, him, the two of them had a freaking battle at Yogi yeah. Worlds that I watched. Um, great, like, back and forth. Um, Dante wins, but... He he puts on a really good show. Yeah, Parch, when dude, when Barch is on, he looks yeah. really good. That's that I did fun. a seminar with him a couple months ago. Where did you? Yeah, I did. Huh? We Where did, was it at? Uh, Kogan. Down okay. In, they seem to bring everybody in. Yeah, they bring a lot they of people. They bring in everybody locally. around. He's cool. What's weird? What's interesting about him? He's actually from Delaware. He grew up in Delaware. He wrestled in Delaware. I knew that. Yeah. And then so he moved. That. And then he moved to Hawaii. Yep. After that, and fought MMA in Hawaii, mm-hmm. and then came and become became. Part of Tenth Planet in California. Yeah, California. He's under Boogie, so, right? Yeah. So he doesn't. I, the two of them, I think, are both. I don't know who he's technically. I always is. forget. Yeah, but well, Boogie's older than Gio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Boogie's older. But I don't know who's under who. But he has he has a very interesting style, and I like it because he's not your typical Tenth Planet. Like when you no. watch him, he doesn't move like your typical Tenth Planet. Guy. He's got great wrestling. Yeah, like, he does. He's, he, does. Know, he he leverages that heavily at seventy seven. Oh yeah. Uh, also in the division, we have Cody Steele. Again, been a lot of fun to watch yeah. recently. Um, he, again, is another guy that leans into that wrestling heavy. Yeah. And we've seen him blast a lot cutting, of folks off the feet. he's cutting back down. Yeah. Because he, he was in 88 before, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, because yeah. he was in 88. Again, you're going to see yeah. guys cutting weight. I'm curious to see because we have Cody Steele and we have William Tack in this division. Those yeah. guys are boys and they train with each other. Yeah. You've seen all that training footage. Yeah, it's awesome they, to they see. They have the same weight trainer because mm-hmm. I remember going on some kind of weird... Yeah. thing where I went into their weight training But Steele's training also been fighting MMA now. Yeah, and he so has. It's in, it's interesting to see we talked about him. Time. One of the yeah. last podcasts we spoke about his MMA career because mm-hmm. he had so, fought recently. Yeah, like he made his pro debut really and recently. That's 77. That's 77. Now we're on to, oh, let me try to find it. We are in, uh, I think this is, we are I think on Fowler's on a 99, so 88. It's Jacob Couch. Yeah. And John Salter. I'm super curious to see how Couch looks at this because he also in this division has Elder Cruz, yeah. who I think has got the better of him like two or three yeah, separate times. Exactly. And I'm curious again; they haven't met in an ADCC role set no. yet. And I'm curious to see like how that's but how that's going to happen. Couch has never been in the ADCC, nor has he. I don't think he's ever done the ADCC. I he's in the draws before. I think this is his first. Yeah, he would have been, probably, probably would have been yeah. a blue belt last yeah. time trials ran through. So he's, and he's made huge improvements were, recently. Yeah, and I don't think they were traveling and getting around because that yeah. was prior to Daisy Fresh and yeah, and all of that. Again, Couch is the guy that until recently I wasn't really sold on. Then watching his run at Who's Number One and watching him versus Colvin a couple weeks ago, I was like, and even lo- and kind of watching him lose and come back, he yeah. he does a, he does a great job. He's a guy that I think will do really well because he's a guy that will leave it on the line and go just go with nothing to lose. Yeah, he has nothing. And to lose. that for these big divisions, like go plays so well, and that's I think why he did so well. At Who's Number One yeah. was like he has nothing to lose, so he's just gonna go and like force yeah. guys to be super defensive. And he, and he does have a solid like Heath Pettigrew go does coach them well yeah he will understand the rules mm-hmm. and he will know how to coach and, them and they bring new tools yeah. and they're learning and you're seeing you know that the grind of that gym will make guys good really quickly yeah. um, again elder is going to be tough to get oh, by yeah. you know historically has the edge on him he's atos um check matt sorry check matt not atos why is it atos um, yeah, they're both california based they're both california teams that are yeah. huge and big and very good yeah. Um, so he's in that division. We also have John Salter in this division, and we have former trials winner at seventy-seven. Or ah, I always mess up with division balding wins. Salter once won eighty-eight. Yeah. So he won West Coast mm-hmm. at eighty-eight. Yeah, twenty seventeen. Um, yeah, it was Hanger and DJ Jackson. 
Yeah. That was the three. And then Alec Balding won. What weight did he win last time? Was it 88? I always, for some reason, put Balding as a 45er for like a year. And no, I don't think he's, he's, a, he's yeah. definitely not. Yeah. But for some reason, for like six months in my head, I, he was a 45er. And it's just, just thrown so me random, off. So random story. You know, I, I totally thought that um, I, I, I get stuff screwed up all the time. Um, and my random story just went away because I literally thought an Australian accent was an European accent and thought somebody was European when they were Australian. Oh, no. That's not good, yeah, Miranda. Yeah, this is this is how my brain works. So I completely understand with sometimes screwing up the size of people. So Anyway, they're all going to be ginormous compared to me. So yeah, it doesn't and really so matter. Balding's at 88. I, th- I thought he won... 77 last time he might have won 88 last time Lachlan again Giles. i thought he was a european nope he's australian nope, australian he's <laughs> so realized that uh, recently balding again look for balding before he's been successful in the rule set before he's won it before so he's another kind of like not a sleeper but a guy that you haven't seen a ton yeah, of I mean, on like the invitation scene yeah. since his last trials run and we'll see and with these with this tournament it really depends on how who they get matched up against yeah in a huge like, way you know if you if you go if they put two and and they do seed it, Mo did yeah. talk about seeding it. Mm-hmm. So I mean you're not you're not going to go the two top seeds aren't going to go against each other immediately. No, I would hate to see. But that. like you're gonna you might get somebody strong early on. Yeah. and have to have to fight through. So mm-hmm. and or you might get random dude that has been training for two years that decided that he should sign get, up for the... the that's why mm-hmm. partially why I love trials yeah. so much because you might get random dude no one knows who yeah. entered and can compete on that exactly. pro level and gets a chance to showcase how good they are, which is why ADCC and trials is such a hugely important thing in the sport because... anyone can win. You put your money where your mouth is and yeah. you show like, yeah, I can compete and I can show up again. That's how we get guys like Craig Jones coming in yeah. at Lachlan Giles. Like they win the trials, they come in and they get a opportunity to fight those best guys in other divisions where they just wouldn't be able to for whatever reason they win a trial so you get in yep moving on to 99 kilogram division we have mason fowler going up from 88 again another guy that looked really good at adcc he's looked really good at submission underground recently yeah. he's just just looked good overall um but up at 99 now so yeah. doesn't want to cut the weight and I think I think eighty eight was a cut was a cut and a half for him. You think so? Yeah, I feel like if he's gotten bigger, he's gotten stronger. Yeah, um, we've seen him bulk up a bit, and I just feel like the and these he brackets can leverage are large. Skill. Yeah, no matter what, most I think the smallest are. division for men is fifty nine competitors, fifty five competitors, and that's over ninety nine. Over ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, I think I think this has like fifty. Which still, that's a lot for people. an over ninety nine. It's huge. That's yeah. a, it's a massive so Unless you get somebody who has a huge gas tank, that's going to be yeah. And I think rough. that's possibly one of the reasons that we see Fowler moving up is because okay. Fowler has a crazy good gas tank so he going he up. So he can out, yeah. outmatch I think it's him. I think it's a combination. Of, I mean, I'm going to completely well, and, speculate. But it's this, probably a combination of those But this tournament is, like we said before, it is a wrestling tournament mm-hmm. on top of anything else. So your gas tank is very important. Yeah, and maintaining that cast and being able to yeah, and being able to keep it through multiple matches because yeah. you're gonna have four. And there's or five gonna be matches. time between your matches. Yeah, you're gonna have to cool down. You're gonna warm back mm-hmm. up. And so. so I think potentially it's at 99, Fowler can leverage that cardio yeah. that he has. You know, a little bit more. Um, we also have Parla Dilla in this match as well. Um, you know, one West Coast trials before. Looked really good, really dominant mm-hmm. in the wrestling factor. Very, very excited to see how he looks. We have Devontae Johnson, and they kind of in flow. They mentioned like, yeah, he doesn't have a ton of ADCC experience, but no, but he goes the Unity. But he's also been in the room with and, Morello. Yeah, and, and Morello's been and, ADCC, and, and like Unity is just a whole nother animal mm-hmm. to go up there to 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 handle to to do well. There is yeah. very difficult. Well, and you know, Morello has been at ADCC. And oh like, yeah. He's Jones. He's Devontae's yeah. coach. Like you know, he's going to go and prepare. And the Unity guy, Morello him, is and Acacia. Seventy-seven. I always mess up Morello's weight. I think he's like seventy-seven. I always put uh, him way reason, smaller than yeah. he is, and he's a bigger guy. He, I think he might be eighty-eight. Oh, really? Yeah, Morello's a bigger. So it might dude. be a good. It might be a good yeah. replacement. Um, Not replacement, and but Devontae has just looked tenacious in Nogi recently. His oh, world run. And his like, world's run was good. And his cardio it. and his gas. He can hit guys so hard with that gas tank. Again, being at ninety-nine. Very curious to see how a lot of folks can deal with that. Um, also, in the over 99 kilogram division, we have John Hansen and we have Joe Bays. 
Joe Bays. Joe Bays, man. You know, Joe, you know, Joe Bays is the Joe most Bays. consistent dude in jujitsu. Dude, he's Joe gonna Bays, pull. He's you gonna ju- get your leg on his chest, and he's gonna outside heel hook you, or you he's just, gonna go for the. You knee see bar. Joe Bays just walk out, and you're like, "What is this? What is gonna happen here?" Heel hook. I mean, you he's sort of. Try to heel hook you. I mean, don't get me wrong. After doing this a while, you know, like you you walk as walk. You watch the way he walks, and you're like, "He's a heel hooker because he." doesn't move like he's gonna wrestle like nope. he's gonna just sit and freaking torque the hell and, out of your and butt. you watch him do it like that's a, i love watching joe bays i've gone this this big yeah. range before it's like yeah. oh, i know it's the same thing and then after a couple years but i was like very good at but i respect you for the thing he does and like he does he, and it's an old school technique yeah. he doesn't do any kind of new school movement nope. he does this old school he does knee on the chest turns yeah. you over when you commit to one side he gets on his hip yeah. he pushes you there and he heel hooks you yeah and he does it to a lot of people like yeah. again, we've seen him get stuffed before against high level guys. Yeah. But if you let him get your heel, he can finish. Yeah. And that's just it's just, it's again, dude is a specialist. We're just gonna to be we're just gonna hook. be able to watch him walk and we're like, that's Joe Bay. Yeah. I'm super he, I'm yeah. I'm I have to like get my nerves in yeah. check to be as much of a fan as I'm gonna be at this yeah. event. Because again, it's it's Still, for it's me, gonna, even it, after yeah. years of doing this, still super exciting yeah. to see everyone there. Like, oh, oh yeah, you're gonna, these guys are I'm probably going to gonna be like standing beside people and just like, I'll not. Armando, you, can, you can embarrass us. So, oh, I will. Don't worry. Um, I will be in the embarrassment. That's who we have now. I, I just wind up saying out. something super awkward. Please don't to do him, that. Just because that's how I am. So I'm super amped and excited for yeah. trials. It's gonna um, be amazing. Next week we're gonna leave Friday. We're doing the rules seminar. We'll do yeah. shows Saturday. Um, follow the grappling round on social media. If you don't, I'm gonna try to post more stuff. Yeah. Just like straight up camera pictures, like from there with potentially if we can do interviews we don't um we're still working on yeah. some credentialing stuff for this one but regardless we're going to do some coverage yeah. at the event i don't in know whatever capacity that is i haven't heard of video policy no video i know no video i know that's the problem so we'll fi- we'll figure it out again i yeah. have the nice new camera yeah um we can probably catch catch them outside yes um on the street for interviews like that but inside you know, the casino maybe interview people as they play the we casino certainly can't have we, cameras without the casino oh yeah true can't a, do that certainly either. i knew well, that ahead man. of time yeah forgot we'll, about that we'll figure it out but regardless yeah. we're going to cover it in full and i'm absolutely ecstatic to be going to the trials yep. and it's gonna be a great time it's gonna be a great time um, that's what we have for the week. That's yep. what Miranda and I are prepping for. I have to cut out more foam for my case for this new camera. I have to beat it, get everything packed so we can leave Friday morning to get up there in time to go to the referee seminar. Yep. And then I need to basically, I need to watch that rules video at least two or three more times. And then I need to take some more notes to think anything that I have questions about, fill up to the grappling rewind chat to make sure yeah. we have clarifications so that we can go to the rules seminar. And if I do have for some reason a lingering question still, yeah. I can make sure it's answered effectively. And yep. then come back to the podcast and be able to fully like explain everything we see for yep. the future for ADCC. Sounds you got anything good. else planned this weekend? Sounds good to me. Nope. This is Sunday. I have a full week of work. Yeah. Actually, not. I took off Friday, but I took off Friday too, and Monday. Yeah. I took off Monday yeah. too. I was Did just you like, really? Yeah, I took off Monday. I, I should have, probably take off Monday because you know, of hours you know, of time we're off. gonna come back and be like not want to yeah. function. That's why I took off Monday because I was I like, know, I, I, I knew I'm gonna have a ton of stuff to edit. I'm gonna have a bunch of like stuff to put out for like, Grappling Rewind. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm taking the day. I earned it. Yeah, we'll see. Because we'll it'll see. be like the most stressful weekend ever of just like note taking. Yeah. So I'm ready for it. Yep. So, all it's right. It's going to be a good time. Well, as always in the show, I'm your host, Maine, to my co-host, Miranda. And we are the Grappling Ground. See you on that, whatever it is. Stay safe. If you like the show, please consider sharing it on Facebook with the folks at your gym. It's the best way that we grow the show and we really appreciate it. You can reach out to us on email. We also have Instagram. We have Facebook. We have Twitter. We have Google+. Plus. Until that shuts down. We have a website. If you have an event you would like to have us cover, please let us know. If you have a name, like most people do, and you'd like to have us stop butchering it, let us know. Reach out to us. The show is also available on YouTube, Spotify, in addition to iTunes and every other podcast service. We very much appreciate your time and thank you.